there's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Hey, I'm Wendy Zuckerman, and you're listening to Science Versus from Gimlet. Today on the show, C-sections. Are doctors getting it wrong? For decades in the US, doctors have been intervening more and more into childbirth. We're at the point where around a third of people having babies in the US are getting C-sections. Yeah, about one in three are getting surgically cut open to get the baby out. And a lot of people are saying, childbirth isn't a disease. Is all this medical meddling really necessary? And this is something our editor, Blythe Terrell, has been thinking about ever since she went into labour. It all started in August 2019. She was eight days past her due date. Blythe and her husband got back from having dinner, some pizza, and they were sitting on the couch at their apartment in Brooklyn. At this point, we were like watching TV in the basement, and I can't remember what we were watching. Um, maybe Billions. Um, unfortunately. We'll keep that, we'll keep that out of the, on the cutting room floor, out of respect. (laughs) Yes. Then she starts feeling really uncomfortable. Things were like tightening up and stretching around and, you know, it was like a, a storm was brewing or something. It's like the gears grinding on like a really old truck was how it felt. And things started getting more intense. Blythe had started contractions. This happens when the uterus starts squeezing, pushing the baby against the cervix so that it can eventually get out. This is exactly what's supposed to happen in childbirth, but it can get incredibly painful. It got so bad that Blythe couldn't bear to sit on the couch anymore, and every time the pain hit, she had to get on all fours. But after about four hours, she called up her doula, Sharla Konomi. Sharla's job is to support people through their deliveries. She's helped about 80 births. She came over right away. By now, she sees that Blythe is pretty far along. And I'm like, oh, okay, something's going on. I definitely was like, yeah, we need to leave right now. (laughs) I was like, okay. (laughs) So Blythe, Sharla, and her husband take a lift through Brooklyn and arrive at the hospital. Blythe's contractions are getting stronger and stronger. The pain is intense. They put her in a curtained-off space, check and see what's happening. And the doctors are like... Holy crap, this baby is ready to pop out now. Well, then I was like, this is awesome. This baby's about to come out in like 10 minutes, probably. And then we'll be like out of here. Like, this is amazing. I was so excited. (laughs) I was like, I've already done the hard part. This is going to be great. But it quickly became clear that things weren't going to be great. Basically, we start going through this like round of like, okay, contractions come, push, 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 no baby. Contractions come, push, 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 no baby. I'm thinking, why, why, what's going on? Because everything progressed so quickly for her. And to get all the way to pushing and your baby's not coming out, something was going on. This goes on for several hours with no sign of the baby coming out. And the doctor looked at me and was like, listen, if I thought it would happen, if you just kept pushing, I would say, let's do it. But I just don't think this baby is coming out. 
And I think you need a C-section. A C-section. This is exactly what Blythe didn't want. She'd heard that it might be bad for your baby in the long term, and the doctors in the US have a reputation for giving C-sections, even if you don't really need one. I mean, I'd come in and it felt like I was so close just a few, a few hours before, and it felt like I wasn't sure if I'd given the baby like enough chances to come out of the vagina. It felt like I was like, am I throwing in the towel too early? And do I really need this? Blythe trusts her doctors though. She has a C-section and her baby comes out healthy in the end. But this birth felt like it went off the rails the moment that doctors got involved. And two years later, Blythe's still thinking about what happened to her. And what do you feel like you missed out on? Like, I I guess I had this image in my head of, I did it, I have this sense of relief, I pushed this baby out, like there's this, this feeling of like, like this big push and then it comes out and you're like, there it is. And there's like coursing through your whole body is just this magical feeling of hormones and, you know, like joy. And then they hand you the baby and you're crying and you're like, I did it. We did it. We're here together now. We're a family. And, um, that just wasn't the experience I had. And I'm, and I want to know if I should be sad about that. And Charlotte has seen this happen so often where you get to the hospital and it's one intervention after another. And the next thing, you're being wheeled into an operating room. Absolutely. Oh gosh, you know, I've definitely been to births where interventions were necessary and it worked and I agreed with it. But I have definitely been to a lot of births where interventions were pushed on the families I worked with for sure. So, On the one hand, we have people saying that doctors are screwing up childbirth and that perhaps you'd be better off without them, having your baby at home. After all, this is something that people with vaginas have been doing basically ever since people had vaginas. On the other hand, though, you've got doctors saying, hey, we're not meddling willy-nilly. We're intervening to save the lives of people giving birth and their babies. So who's right here? Are doctors really messing up childbirth? Today on the show, we're zooming in on C-sections to find out if doctors are a bit too trigger-happy with the scalpel. Okay, so we are looking at whether doctors are screwing up childbirth, meddling when they don't need to be. And look, obviously there are times when you do need a doctor around during childbirth. You know, a cesarean can be really a life-saving measure in a lot of women. And um, if the heart rate of the baby looks bad, if mom starts getting really sick, that is an easy decision for us to make. This is Sarah Osmondson. She's an OB and associate professor at Vanderbilt University. So yeah, if the baby's heart rate drops and doesn't get better, this can be dangerous for the baby and a doctor is going to step in. But the thing is, sometimes everyone is looking fine. And doctors like Sarah are still doing C-sections. So what's going on there? Well, one of the big reasons why doctors give C-sections is because labour is taking forever. And doctors are worried that something is going to turn south. But producer Meryl Horn asked Sarah the big question here. Like how long is kind of too long for somebody to be in labour for? (laughs) (sighs) And the reason Sarah's giving us the old deep sigh 
is because doctors don't really know. So what they're looking out for is if the cervix is dilating fast enough. The cervix is like the trapdoor to the uterus. That's where the baby's going to come out of. And the door has to open wide enough so the baby can squeeze through. It basically has to stretch open to 10 centimetres. That's where you can start pushing. And for decades, to know if that door was swinging open fast enough, doctors relied on this idea that was created by a guy called Emanuel Friedman. Back in the 50s, Friedman was like, once your cervix opens to about four centimetres, from there, it should start to dilate fast. And this idea became known as the Friedman curve. The Friedman curve really suggested that once somebody reached like four centimeters of dilation that they should suddenly take off and deliver quickly. That means like if you're four centimeters and I come back in two hours and check you, you should be six centimeters. And if you're not, I'm going to start talking to you about needing a C-section. So the idea is that if you get to four centimeters and your cervix isn't opening up fast enough, something is wrong and doctors might give you a C-section. But it's becoming clear that what is wrong is this idea. So, for example, one big study of 60,000 people found that it was perfectly normal to take six or even seven hours to open from four centimetres to five centimetres. And now the World Health Organisation says, seriously, don't intervene just because someone is going a little slow. But we know that sometimes doctors are still jumping the gun. So much so that several years ago, the American College of OBGYNs, the top dogs in this space, said that too many C-sections were happening in the US because doctors weren't waiting long enough. We, we, you know, we still are not very good at identifying who needs to have a C-section for the right reasons. And so we probably overcall it in a lot of women. And you know what? Like, I will be totally honest. I have been proven wrong. Like, I have had people who I think, oh, this person is going to need a C-section. Um, and I've, you know, I've given, I remember one patient, I, like, she was like eight centimeters for like four hours. And I said, it's time for a C-section. And there was a problem with the light in the operating room. And so we had to wait like several hours and everything looked fine with the baby. And then she pushed for an hour and had a normal delivery. I mean, I felt terrible, but like I was following what I thought was the right pathway. And the reason that Sarah thought she was doing the right thing is because she was ultimately trying to avoid something really, really bad happening here. Like if you're in labor for a really long time, you're more likely to get an infection or scary bleeding. These are small risks, but they do go up. It could also be bad news for the baby. There are risks with labor that goes on too long. You know, someone could be, someone who is laboring for hours and hours on end, um, the baby could die. So what Sarah is balancing here are these really small but horrible risks against the risk of doing an unnecessary C-section. What's so bad about C-sections anyway? If you've spent any time on parenting blogs, you've probably seen chatter that kids born via C-section are worse off than kids born vaginally. 
They're at a higher risk of a whole range of conditions, especially asthma and obesity. But is that really true? To find out, you've got to listen to our full episode on childbirth. It's over on our main feed. We dig deeper into the science of C-sections and look into other claims that you are better off having your baby without a doctor around. To find it, just search for Science Versus in Spotify, that's Science VS, and click on our link, Childbirth. Our doctor's messing it up. Also, if you head onto our Instagram account, that's science underscore VS, you can see a couple of fun things. One is a photo of our producer Meryl Horn's placenta, which looks amazing. And two, there's a link to a survey on blue balls. Yes, it's a very important survey about an upcoming episode, and we really, really want you to respond to it. Please do. All right, I'm Wendy Zuckerman. Back to you next time. 